Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Livonia Stevenson Hockey Podcast. And this is I think five. five. Episode five, right? Ben, Ben, Ben Salegi is with me here, Paul Mitchell. Oh, you, butchered, you butchered it that time. Oh, you, you went old school with Salegi. It's Salagi. It Salagi? Oh, yeah, God. See, you know I think it. that's the it's first okay. time. I know. I'm just. You're okay. Trying to be fast here. Going a little too fast here at the start. <laughs> but this is episode five, Stevenson Hockey Podcast. And uh, back after a big, big weekend. Of high school hockey. And not only for high school hockey, but great big weekend for the Spartans. And of course, what we're talking about is the MIHL versus the KLAA Challenge, the second annual challenge that took place this past Saturday at Addie Edgar Ice Arena. And um, what a great day of hockey. It was a great day. All the way through, all the way through starting at 10 o'clock in rink B, all the way till, what was it, 730 Puck drop on rink A. It was a great, great weekend of hockey. Mentioned on the live stream, you know, your dad, Adam, did a great job. Phenomenal. Running the whole thing. Uh, Mr. Schletterbeck, you know, helping, volunteering. Uh, you know, Mr. Gibbons also doing the same thing, helping coordinate everything. Just cannot thank those guys enough, especially other schools that came to help out. Plymouth sent people. How will I even think send a couple of people just really showing the class that KLAA hockey as a conference brings to the table. Second to none, it was incredible. Couldn't agree more. Great day. Everything from obviously the games, the matchups were tremendous, but like you said too, just the the people that put this together. Huge shout out again to my father, Adam Mitchell. Uh, Was running back and forth uh, both ranks. And, and, of course, we got to shout out my brother Dave, head coach at Lavonia Stevenson, who's one of the masterminds, brainchilds of this uh, challenge or showcase, if you will. Um, you know, got things going uh, because we needed it. I mean, high school hockey needed it. Of course, we have the MIHL showcase, which is the premier showcase, you know, in the state every year down at uh, down in Trenton. Um, but just it's a, it's something that really showcases the sport and and. With how the sport's growing, no disrespect to any other conferences because we've mentioned before on the podcast, you got great teams everywhere yes. from down here up to the UP. But this was a great showcase, showcasing, uh, you know, two of the top premier conferences in the state. Definitely. And like I, said, I want to reiterate, we do not want to say teams on the west side of the state, teams on, you know, the north side, uh, you know, southwest side, you know, because they. UP. I was going to say UP as well. Everyone has. Great products, Flint, even, you know, obviously Flint Powers. Yep. Um, you know, they have good uh, hockey as well. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was, we say it's the top two conferences because from the top on down, you know, the quote-unquote elite teams all the way down to teams that maybe people don't think of, teams that play really good hockey uh, in, like, Gross Point North. You know, people usually, when they think of Gross Point, they think of Gross Point South or Gross Point North has very good goaltending. Um, you know, their goaltender had great puck presence the entire time. He was getting crashed on a lot. Uh, you still had Port Huron Northern, which a lot of people are just like, wait, they're in the MIHL? Mm-hmm. They are. They play quality hockey. They played, you know, Novi tough. Novi played them tough. It was a good It was a good one-goal battle, right? You even look at teams like Canton, who last year struggled, but this year has really turned it around because they have no question, really yeah. quality players and took it to Gross Point South. Like, as I'm saying, like, it was good hockey just top to bottom. If you, if you just traveled period to period each rink, it was incredible. And then you saw teams really just flex their muscle and you wouldn't expect it to. Teams like Heartland, you know, beating Brother Rice 5-1 to one and just, you know, shocking people at that outcome. You know, Trenton coming in, a state finalist, and taking on a very good Salem team and doing the same, just, you know, dictating the pace of play. Obviously, you know, Stevenson and Orchard Lake St. Mary's just a playoff atmosphere type battle that you will never see otherwise without yeah, the showcase. Exactly. And it came down to the wire. It was beautiful, even though the game got a little bit goonish at times, but it was still a hard fought battle. And then of course the traditional rivalry that we've seen in the finals for D one with uh uh you know Catholic Central and, and Brighton, Brighton's goaltender, Harrison Fleming gets sick but comes back to still play the third period. Yeah, he got, just he got it means peppered that in the much. first period, man. Like, he was, he was, 
And the backup goaltender in the second period only gave up, I think, a goal. If not, I don't think he even gave up a goal, to be honest. He came in and and played well, played. That's what I'm saying. Like, you see phenomenal play no matter what. It is fantastic. And and, And that's what the showcase is about. That's a good thing about that game, too. I mean, it looked like it could have gotten out of hand. I think with at times the pressure that CC was putting on Brighton, but Brighton yeah. stood tall and Brighton they did Brighton battled and that you know, you know that uh, you know Kurt and Paul do a great job over there at Brighton and you know that no matter what they will bring it and they're gonna fight till the end, and uh, I know you people say four one I mean, Bright Brighton fought hard and and they, and they had they had some opportunities and and you know they they because it was two one at one point it was and and for the people that say Paul it was four one it's not. It, that means nothing. Last year in the showcase, Catholic Central. One. I was, was going to say, no, they, they won by three goals again. It was, oh, was it, 4-1? it was 4-1 last year. Okay. I, I, I wanted to say and, that, that score was close, I'm pretty sure. And sorry, have to check the scoreboard. Who won the Division One state championship? Oh, it was Brighton. Yeah. O- over who, Paul? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Catholic Central. So, yeah, you may look at the score now and be like, who's Brighton? They always figure it out in January and February, yeah. and they get better because, as you said, Kurt and Paul do a fantastic job on that bench. They grind. I know Kurt grinds so much. That oh, yeah. guy, if, if you think, if you want an X's and O's tactician, he is not only a tactician, he gets a doctorate on it because he, if you just pick his brain, just so comes off effort, effortlessly, and you know he's going to be great guy. Great, great help too in the MDHL. Helps yeah. out with us there. He does a fantastic. great job. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. And um, always good to see those guys uh, uh, in action, which we will see this week. I believe that's up next on the docket. We'll get to that shortly, yeah. but that's next up for uh, Stevenson. Uh, so yeah, just great day of hockey. It couldn't have gone better. Um, and, and to top it all off, uh, was a great day for the Spartans. As we mentioned, they faced Orchard Lake. St. Mary's, which I, 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 they're always a tough opponent, no matter what, and that's always that's kind of become a a little bit of a rivalry with Stevenson, a tough kind of game. And yeah. You can bet those two teams are going to battle, and they're going to battle hard, and that's what they did. I mean, this was a this was kind of a grudge match. I mean, it got chippy, it got mm-hmm. uh, it got rough. There was a lot of penalties in a this lot game, of penalties, yeah. so special teams came into play big time. Yep, um, and I think that I think the Spartans just showed, again, more growth, and, and they showed well. I mean, they were able to get up uh, early one nothing. Um, that was Jaden Spears that, that scored. Yes. And then Orchard Lake tied it up. They did. And then I believe Orchard Lake went up 2-1. They did, um, yeah. You know, Stevenson found themselves down a goal, and then uh, Josh Shuzio uh, basically just crashed in the net, threw it in, and um, was able to tie it up. Yeah, it was, on, then, it was on the um, short side. He went top shelf with it on a... Very steep angle of a shot and yeah. buried it. And then again, uh, you know, penalty kills, having to kill penalties, and then getting, getting on the power play uh, in the third. There, uh, Jaden Spears with his second goal of the game was able to get the game winner. Yeah. And man, what what a goal and, and what an atmosphere, huh? That was that was something in that rink. It was incredible. It, w- it was truly an awesome atmosphere. It's everything that you would expect when you have two really good you know programs going at it, and. I, I will admit, like I said, on, on the live stream, I was a little critical on Coach Clanow. I know, you know, he does run a good program, but, you know, it, it, you, you expected a little bit better in that game, a little bit from a couple of the players. But st- either way, you still have great guys. Uh, you know, the goaltender played exceptional. Callum played exceptional. I mean, him, him and uh, Petrilla had a great game. You know, they were, Hazleton also played very, very well. Those three kids are exceptional talents. And even the way uh, Bryce got in and got his goal, doing fantastic deep work, pushing the puck ahead, getting around a defender, and having enough time and wherewithal to still collect the puck and go glove side, top shelf to get that goal is impressive alone. I mean, that athleticism was very, very apparent and I mean, they they did. They, they had a couple of breakaways too that Polson had to turn away. Yeah, he played so well. He played really everyone, well. That's what I'm saying. Everyone that. played well. You could point to multiple times, and everyone played exceptional. That's what I'm. That's basically what I'm saying. You mentioned the special teams. You know, like I said, those three play. Those three Eaglets played well. Polson played incredible. Um, everyone played an exceptionally tough, well game, and it it was a reflection of that in, in that three two win. And this, I think, was 
one of the hardest tests Stevenson faced in this uh, you know road trip because there was so much pressure on the line. Because also when they entered that game, the MIHL had the showcase. They just needed one more win. They had a lot, and, and Stevenson had to come in and make sure you know there was a lot of pressure and make sure that St. Mary's didn't get that extra win. Unfortunately, you know, Catholic Central got it because that's what put them over six to four. And I know, yep. you know, Dave last week said we might do Ryder Cup rules if it was going to be a tie. They were they were going to win it anyways. But the pressure that uh, Stevenson and Hartland had had on them, and the come out with the wins that they did, shows how good hockey is in the KLAA. They made sure that they could try to get it to five five in that final game, and in that final game. It was going to be a winner take all, which is all you could hope for, especially, you know, having that little bit of a drop off. So, other like I said, great weekend all the way around. I know I'm a little bit rambling. No, no, it's great. You're, 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 you're you have a good, um, you're doing a good recap of of the weekend, which I guess I mean we could talk on and on, and just how good the games were, and 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 yeah, just to go back to the Stevenson game though, it, like, and, and not to reiterate, but, um, you know, to see him. You know, and have to, and that's the thing. You know, coach always talks about. I mean, adversity and having to fight through things because you're not going to just show up and every game's going to go and everything's going to go your way. You're going to have to fight through some calls and fight through some, uh, uh, some whatever. You know, yeah. and, and you're going to have to battle through things and and going through these things and these tests and and you know, it, it you only can benefit from them. And to to be able to go through that and come out with a win, I think speaks volumes. Um, so great job. Uh, for, for all around, like you mentioned, everybody playing great from the goaltending to the forwards, the D, the collectively playing uh, defensively as a team, uh, the special okay. teams, the coaching. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see that too. I know my brother had a lot going on that day. Oh, God, uh, yeah. You know, more than just the game. I mean, he, he was heavily involved with, like I mentioned earlier, putting the showcase on. Uh, so be able to kind of put that stuff aside and just focus on the game, I think, was great. And then to get the win, um, you know, was fantastic. But as you mentioned, I think it just shows again, speaks volumes and how hockey's good uh, and well and alive in, in both conferences. And uh, it's going to make for an exciting rest of the year because we're, we're still kind of, you know, newly into the year. I mean, we're approaching the midway point. Yeah, of the you season. know, so yeah, a lot of hockey left to be played. Um, a lot to be, le- a lot left to be played. A lot of exciting matchups to come. Um, but, uh, you know, we knew this was going to be the only time we'd see Orchard Lake. So, uh, to make it a game like that and to get the W, I think, I think it was great. So, uh, just overall, again, great weekend, uh, great showing uh, for high school hockey, uh, and um, yeah, and it's back to work for the Spartans. You know, back to practice today, and then right back to work on Friday, the last game before the break, because Christmas is right around the corner. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone listening. Um, I got Brighton. A rematch so, of yeah. Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, it's the cliche. I'm going to say it, but no days off, no games off. I, there really isn't. No. And you know, it's on to the next game. And you know that each and every time, no matter who you play, you're going to get everyone's best shot, um, everyone's best punch, and they're going to come throw it at you. And you can only expect that's going to happen uh, versus Brighton. And that's going to be at their barn, I believe. It is. Yeah, it's going to be at the Kensington Valley so Ice the road, House. Uh, the road warriors continue. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but you still have to deal with kids like Prosecchi, Jens, and Ericola. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw those kids play very, very well in, in the Thanksgiving tournament at Wallace Ice Arena on, on uh, Cranbrook's campus. And, you know, we might see this team again. I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. You might see Hartland, and, you know, but you might also see Brighton uh, at the end of February before the playoffs start for that KLAA title that Stevenson has to defend. And I think... Yeah. As of right now, Stevenson still with the way that they're playing, you know, seven one and one, they still are. They still have that win streak intact because a tie does not break up a win streak. I know a lot of people want to say that, uh, but it doesn't. So you still have that win streak intact, and you're still the leader in the clubhouse to represent, um, at, you know, the KLA on on that half of the bracket. So exactly, and and you know. One ex- one thing that's I, I guess exciting about too is uh, we're coming into break here, which we'll we'll have a few days off. Um, but I know what you know. We're gonna the kids will be working through the break, and uh, we even have a game towards the end of break. But um, 
it's not going to be too long that we're going to have a few additions to the roster. We still have some guys that aren't that haven't even uh, been able to play yet, which is exciting. It is because I know these guys are chomping at the bit, and I know um, uh, you know they've been excited and how the team's playing and they're ready to go. So you know, knowing that's coming down the future is is, is very exciting, and um, you know, looking forward to that. So yeah. With that being said, here we're going to bring in. Uh, this is a great cue to bring in. Head coach David Mitchell. Kyle's trying to come in too. And, and we'll bring in Kyle Zagata. Assistant right, coach Kyle Zagata. Come, come on, Zagata. All right, let's do it. Oh, yeah, he, he loves it. They're, they're walking into the uh, Lavoni Stevens and Hockey Podcast studio uh, as the door is opening here. Getting more and more spectators. Let's get this, Gibby in too. As this uh, podcast grows, going on, we so get more and more uh, people that want to be on. And we get more <laughs> yeah. and more uh, people that listen. Did you announce uh, Mrs. Spears is the winner of our ticket contest? Did she pick up her tickets? I do not know. I, I, I believe she did, but also Mrs. McGowan wanted to uh, say that she was going to contact you, but Mr. McGowan said, don't do that. We will pay for the tickets. So oh, no. Paying. I got a three or four people. I was going to say, you me. had a lot of people. You had a lot of people, and you didn't think you'd have any. No, I didn't. And I think she got it. She found out. Like, she got it before it was actually even posted. She, she must, went, she must, must have checked. followed up on Yeah, must have been following. But good Thank for you, her. Uh, Jane shout out to Mrs. Spears. Spears. Fantastic. Spears. Hopefully you're listening now, and we uh, appreciate the support. Yeah, thanks for listening. Great game by your son on uh, <laughs> Saturday, too. He mentioned had two goals. It was outstanding. So with that being said... Head coach David Mitchell, assistant coach Kyle Zagata, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. About time I get an invite to be on this. Just been on the other side of the room waiting yeah. for, uh, to get the call and finally get it, so I'm happy to be on. Thank you. Well, it's okay. We've had you on the, the coach's spotlight before. Yeah, on, that, yeah. on the but he, he's shoot. the guy that kept walk, he kept walking by the room thinking like, hey guys. You when do I get my call? When do I get the knock? When do I get the knock? So make it count. Make accounts. Z has Are we going to talk concession food or what? Uh, well, yeah, that might be for another show. But when we mention Z, we are talking. That is Kyle Zagata. That is his nickname. Some people don't even know that his first name is Kyle um, or his last name. They just know him as Z. So if you see him around the rink, uh, you can't miss him. He probably will have a hot dog in hand. Uh, usually at the concession. Um, but just call him Z. Coach Z. So, but they, uh, both coaches, we were just talking about wrapping up what a great weekend of hockey it was. It was the MIHL versus the KLA Challenge. Uh, head coach David Mitchell, I, I mentioned, first off, major props, and thank you to you. You were instrumental in getting this and putting this thing together. Uh, sure. Sean Belegian, though, had the idea, and who will tell you? He makes sure that I mentioned that. It was, it was, we were getting Shout called, out to Sean Belegian. They called the Belegian Cup. He wants to, you know, or he wanted the whole showcase named after him, so. We'll see if we can we can do that, but um, y you know what? It's not really. It was. It's still the culmination of of all the coaches and all the programs that get together under one roof. We we as coaches have been talking about it for quite some time. That so many good quality high school games are happening uh, around the state and around Metro Detroit. That wouldn't it be great if we could, you know, put them all under one roof and play one day, especially. Because as as you know, Kyle sitting sitting right here, he's he's very big in player advancement with with the Stevenson guys and, and all high school guys. We really looked at the Trenton Showcase is, is is our Super Bowl in terms of exposure, in terms of you know the MIHL Showcase, I should say, down in Trenton. And um, we really talked about trying to get an earlier showcase or an earlier opportunity for scouts to come in and identify players and teams and, 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 and guys they want to see again so they can come to Trenton a little bit more knowledgeable. So uh, it was a great a great day, and, and thank you to all the volunteers, the countless volunteers that were there. And, you know, obviously our, you know, our dad, uh, Adam, did a, a number of things for that, so we appreciate that. But, um, again, without the coaches and the players and the programs, like, that day couldn't happen. So everybody was, was outstanding. I think it, it went over well, and... And I think it was a good day, and, and Michigan high school hockey showed well. Yeah, it was. I think at one point people were saying they couldn't even find places to park. It was packed, and then yeah, you couldn't move in both rinks. So I mean, just walking around, just the you know being there was was awesome, and it was a great showing. Um, it's good stuff. It is. Let's, uh, I guess, kind of dive into a recap of the game. Uh, Kyle, what did what did you appreciate? In that, in the game, even though it did at times get a little chippy, a little bit rough, what did you appreciate? What are your thoughts of the battle that you guys had against the Eaglets? 
Well, I guess what I appreciated was our goaltending and our penalty kill. <laughs> um, you know, it was a it was a back and forth kind of like special teams battle, and uh, and we came out on top on that side of the thing. Our special teams was outstanding, um, but I mean, it's sort of like a whole mindset thing when you get into those kinds of games. You can't just, I mean, there's a lot of killers that get used in those situations, and uh, it's easy to get out of your your groove and your normal game plan. And, Credit to the guys, credit to Coach here. We never let them get out of that. Um, so that when we did get back to five on five, we uh, just kept the train rolling. So, I mean, it was a great game all the way around. Our goalie, he just played his butt off. Eric Polson was lights out, made some just phenomenal saves that, I mean, holy cow, I don't know how many kids even make those saves. So, uh, he definitely pulled one out for us. He did. He, he definitely did. I, I, I even joked on the broadcast. Saying is that Will Trage underneath that mask because there were shades of Will Trage in those glove saves that we haven't seen since. But he, I mean, he's played exceptional, and I think something that this team has really gained the confidence of. They've they've played tough physical teams already earlier in the schedule. Houghton, obviously Hancock the week before, they were tough and physical. They had adversity against Houghton, which probably helped against St. Mary's this week, but also in the Thanksgiving tournament against you know Brighton and Cranbrook, even though. In the Brighton game, it was more back and forth. Uh, and, and the Cranbrook game, you had the 3 nothing lead, but in the third period, it started to slip away. Do you think that those experiences helped kind of form what happened on Saturday, Kyle? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, you know, especially even look more towards, like, the Houghton game. That was just a, a real, like you said, tight physical battle. And this game was a... Against Orchard it was a heavyweight matchup. It was, uh, you know, a lot of bodies being thrown, a lot of physical play, a lot of, you know, stick work, a lot of stuff in the corners in front. You know, it definitely was a game where our guys never backed away. And that's all you can ask. They, you know, they hung in there, played tight, played, uh, you know, played heavy. And, and, you know, they, like I said, for the whole time, they wore their heart out in the sleeves and just kind of laid it all out there for them. So they, they played great. Yeah, I think um, we kind of talked earlier. I mean, it, it's just each game. Uh, you know, you got some younger guys, and, and it, each game's, you know, a tough battle, and, and it's a process, and these guys have bought in, and, and to see these guys kind of have to fight through, you know, just penalties and, and things of that, I mean, you got to be happy with that and, and with the growth of some of these younger guys and what you're seeing with them. Absolutely. The younger guys um, that have come on and stepped in, like, that's, you know, like they've been here for, for a year already. Um, we always ask that our, our kids play like they've been here before. You know, you ask your sophomores to play like juniors, and juniors play like seniors. And, you know, everybody who, who's new to the team and stepping in for the first time is definitely following the lead of all the guys that have been here. And uh, they've done a great job for us so far. Dave, how did you take away uh, players like uh, Patrilla? Obviously, um, he had a good game. Hazleton had a good game. And... I'm, I'm blanking. Bryce yeah, Bryce Allen. Thank you. I don't know why I blanked on that because earlier in the podcast I had it down like that. But what did you guys do to make sure that those guys wouldn't be effective, even though Bryce did have that impressive goal uh, to make it a one-one tie? He did. We talked about taking away their time and space, and you know, as, as Kyle mentioned, you know, we had some penalty trouble, and and you know, everybody looks at what did we do wrong, what did we do wrong, and was a legit call, but I mean, the reality of it was their speed gave us trouble, and their speed up front with Callan and Hazleton and those guys that you mentioned, when they came, were coming that fast at us, that that put our sticks in bad position, that put our, our feet in bad position, and when they forced you into bad positions like that, usually, you know, one of two things happen: they beat you clean or you take a penalty, and so you have to give them credit for, for you know, uh, making sure they, they put us in bad situations, and Kyle mentioned it, but like it's funny. I, I would say that we didn't do a good job, at least from from my perspective, from a coaching perspective. We went in and, and tried to you know do something different between the first and second, and I thought, you know, we 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 made some adjustments to try to back off a little bit and 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 not not put ourselves in those bad situations. And and I don't think that um, you know, from a coaching standpoint, that was the right thing to do. So after the second period, we kind of just said we need to go back to, and if we take penalties, we take penalties. We have to stay aggressive and, and stay pushing, pushing the envelope. And not that we want to take penalties. We're like, look, we, I'll say, and Kyle knows this, and we all know this. Like, we can't continue to take as many penalties as we do and expect to be successful sooner or later. 
the law of averages, you know, like they're, they're going to get theirs and you play, we play too many good teams and our penalty kill was good, but you know, you, you, you can't count on going down and going down a man and, and continually be successful. We have to figure a way to, to, to play cleaner and play more efficient, but, but you know, it was good to get out of there with the win. I thought it was a really good high school hockey game. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it, it was, it was good to be part of the day and, and and play a game like that and a team like that in an atmosphere like that. So, and it was nice because they got us three two and last year, and so now we got them three two. So, um, it's it seems like it's always that type of game against Orchard Lake because they they do possess so much speed and skill, and they'll always have that, and and we'll always have to find a way to uh, to deal with it. So we were able, we were able to get the win, and so we're, we're pretty happy. So you say one of those teams in the MIHL, you guys have kind of built a natural rivalry with is Trenton. Have you thought maybe thinking ahead to next year, a team that you would want to play, or do you guys, or is this the way it's designed, do you guys just go top on down and kind of match the bracket that way? Yeah, it's it's usually top down and, and, and match up, you know, with, with um, you know, the placement from the year before. And then if, if, if there's small tweaks to be made, there's we make some small tweaks to avoid scheduling snafus, really, you yeah. know, like, um, so, you know, Trenton would always, I mean, seriously, though, any team out of that league, I mean, you know, any team out of that league to play, um, we, we'd be excited to play and just to be part of that day. And, and so whether it's Trenton, you know, Orchard Lake CC or even, even you know, Gross Point South, I mean, like you just go down the list of teams that are quality, quality teams and some are up this year, some might be down a year, but the key with all those teams is they all have good coaching and good leadership and they all have tradition and they all are gonna you know if they're down a year and they're not as strong as they, they wanted to be they'll be back and 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 I you know to play any of them it's and that's what's so great about our league and so good for our league is that we talk about how good the hockey is in our league and the, the whole you know cliche no nights off and and we're getting to that but the MIHL is still a standard for that and and we're 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 close we're on our way there we're on par but two years in a row now it's been six four so we got some work to do to try to even that out and hopefully flip it next year. So you say, we'll give Kyle a second to think about this one, but who do you think is, was Hardball. the top player of the showcase from both conferences? If you had to pick one from the KLAA and one from the MIHL, who would who would get that for you, Dave? Oh, it's tough because I, I didn't. I, I was not a, a regular all day. I, I spent more time preparing our, our team and, and dealing with our team before and after the game, so... But names that stick out, I, I think you have to look at what Owen Patella did for Heartland uh, with the, with the, the hat trick. Yep. You know, he he's one that sticks out, and like for the MIHL, I mean, it's a, it's a little biased because we played against him. But Bryce Callen was special. Bryce yeah. Callen was like, you know, Kyle and I talked. There, there's there's times where a lot of times like you're so ingrained on on what your team is doing that. You notice the other team putting pressure on you, but you don't notice individuals very often. And you notice, you know who they are, and you know their personnel. But every time we seem to look up, every time he was on the ice, he put us on our heels. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, it, it's 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 one that I can say because I, I didn't see the CC game. You know, they didn't see much of the CC game. And mm -hmm. I mean, they, you could pick anybody off that team really. And so it's three Good. defensemen they have those three, you know, four or five top forwards, and I'm sure they all played outstanding and well, but. I think those two guys, um, you know, both had a day, um, you know, not just on the score sheet, but on the impact of their, their respective games. Kyle, what about? No, I, yeah. You well, can't use those. Okay? <laughs> those are taken. Those are taken. You can't I will use those comment two. on. A, no, nope, you can't use on, those two. Pick two others. I, I will comment on, on Callen just to echo that because he was absolutely right. Like, that kid was absolutely flying. He was. Um, the last time I saw speed like that really was... Well, it was Quinn anymore. Preston for, for Trenton when they had... I wasn't going to comment. <laughs> but, he was uh, there, by the way. Yeah, I yeah, talked to, talk talk to, to Quinn Preston. Yeah, it's <laughs> great to see him. Um, a Trenton grad. But, uh, yeah, last time, I mean, we played him. And we had a ton of... He had a ton of speed. Um, and, and Callen had the same thing. Um, uh, I, I will give then another another MIHL kid. The, uh, um, the, there's a few kids on... on U of D that, that I really like, the Sharp, you know, Ben Charbonneau and Jacob Bell. Um, you know, they had a, a great game against Northville. I thought, you know, they both played uh, you know, just a hard, a hard nosed game. It was a tough battle between them and Northville. 
Um, you know, and then like he mentioned Owen Patella, basically Heartland's another team like CC where you know you kind of you know throw a dart at the wall and, and you know you hit a name and they're they're an impact player. Um, you know, they just have all sorts of players like that. So, um, but uh, I, I would be you know I don't want to sound too much of a homer, but I have to. Uh, you look on our side, I think our, our goalie, Jaden Spears, and, and then Eric Colson, like I said, our goalie, they had a great game. Um, you know, and they, they played big in a big time. Homer! So. <laughs> That's okay. No, you got it. Played really well. I was going to say, th- th- those, are, those are good picks. Quickly looking ahead, though, obviously another road test that... Uh, road Warriors, as we're calling you guys here. Well, it's, it's the second to last road game uh, in this big seven-game road swing that you guys... Have in the middle of your seven game road streak. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Does the last one count as a road game? Yeah, yeah you guys are the away team. So we've it's still a showcase. It's a nice little change up, but uh, look, man, you still have a very tough team on the road at Kensington Valley Ice House and, and Brighton on Friday. What are you guys doing to prepare that uh, for that Brighton team that you guys have already had seen earlier this year? And it's always tough to beat a team twice in, in the season. Well, not only beat a team twice, but they are year in, year out, maybe one of the best. I mean, obviously, one of the best coach teams in the state. Kurt and, and Paul, they do such an amazing job over there. Um, you know, so you know they're going to have a game plan. You know they're going to be ready. Um, so it's just it, the big thing with that. And it's always a chess match when you play them. The in-game adjustments are going to be huge. You know, so whatever, you know, they can do to, to adjust in-game. You know, we're going to have to do that because, you know, Brighton's going to compete. They're going to be in it. And, you know, I know watching that game, they were right there neck and neck with CC until, you know, CC kind of ran away and made it 4-1. But they were right there for, you know, a good portion of that game. So they uh, it's definitely going to be a little coaches do a little chess match, I think, there between, you know, between staffs because they will definitely have them ready to play. Yeah, I mean, as you said, Paul and, and Kirk always do a good job getting them ready to play, and they always make adjustments the second time around as well. Me and Paul were talking about it that last year. A lot of people will look at the sh- uh, the showcase where CC played Brighton, beat them still four one last year, but Brighton made the adjustments in the state championship to take the state championship. So that takes a lot of good, uh, you know, X's and O work, you know, dry erase board work and and, and whatnot to get that done, uh, but. Dave, also, you guys played uh, Brighton within a month. And is there any challenge, not just obviously the X's and O's, uh, but just turning back around and playing a team of high quality as Brighton, what extra challenges does that make? Because I think it's been officially three weeks since you guys have played them. Yeah, like, it sounds odd. Like, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't know how to say that the right way. Like, but... The reality of it is, to come back and play them after beating them, we always have one goal games against them. Like, we're going to have our work cut out for us, hands down, to go on the road, to go there. The dog pound's there. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's a long trip for our guys to go out there. Um, you know, obviously one of the most deceiving records that I, in recent memory of high school hockey that, you know they're gonna say, oh, you know their record isn't very good and things like that. But like they are, they are so their schedule is so strong. They they have what arguably is the best player in the state in Timmy Erkla. They have you know like guys that can score goals up front and, and just haven't been scoring goals and and so you know and, and oh by the way they returned their goalie from last year you know Harrison Fleming who we all saw you know beat CC three two at, at a filled Copyware Arena and lead his team you know. Then beat Heritage and lead his team to a state, you know, state championship. So, you know, uh, what do we, we? We have to be very, very clear that this is a monumental task. That we have to stay so focused on on our details and so focused on what we have to do, and learn from the Houghton, the Hancock experience, the Orchard Lake experience. To know not, you know, not to let our emotions get get the better of us. To stay within ourselves. To be disciplined. To do all the things that we preach that to do, because uh, again, it, it's a uh, it's 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 a monumental challenge. Um, you know, we typically always play them here as the last game before going into the you know Christmas break, and so here we are again, um, where our minds may not be as, as sharp as we want them to be. So, 
we're going to have to make sure they are and, and make sure we are laser focused on on the task at hand and, and we will spend the next three or four days preparing and, and doing our best to make sure that that we're ready and our team's ready. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I mean, like you mentioned, Coach, always a one-goal game. It's become a little bit of a uh, fun rivalry, especially with Paul and Kurt. Those guys are beauties. Uh, Kyle, as you mentioned, they do a great job. It's always fun to see those guys. So big week ahead, um, big week of practice, and then a big matchup, and then it's, it's into the holiday. And then I believe uh, for the first time this year, correct me if I'm wrong, because usually we go through the break, but now we'll play during the break. Uh, I believe that will be Plymouth coming up. Is that correct, Coach? Yes. That, that, I was going to say, that, that is correct. I'll speak for the coaches. Okay. That is Thank correct. You. I got to run, boys, though. Thank you for well, having hey, me. Thank I got uh, to take off and get to a work phone. All right. Uh, sorry that was Kyle Zagata, Coach Z, <laughs> who's taking <laughs> off as usual here. <laughs> joining us. Thank you, boys. Thanks Thank, for being part of it. So, but yeah, as we mentioned, Coach, you're going to have, uh, you know, you got Brighton, then you got the break, at least Christmas break, and then you're back to work, and that one's on the road, too, as well. It is. It's the last game of the road trip, and then they come back and they have to play a tough Salem team before going up to Traverse City. Yeah, because that'll be, that'll be before the new year, and then we'll have the new year. Is mm -hmm. it the 28th or 29th, whatever that's it's, it's the 29th at okay. 6 o'clock, so... Got it I, I was going to say, the media team's on, on top of it. <coughs> Sports um, Radio Detroit, check them out. <laughs> check them out. But, yeah, no, and, and not then, a big deal. You know what that is, right? That's Roz. Who says no, that that's, you know where time. he gets it from. He gets it from this and that, Paul Biznasty. Okay. He says it all the time. Well, e either way, then, like I said, they, you know, after that, they, we get to flip the calendars to 2000, or, yeah, 2019 and have a very tough Salem game. Which is going to be a three-man booth, by the way. We'll have Jeremy Stover who calls. Oh yeah, you guys are combining yeah. efforts yeah. for that. It'll, eh? be, it'll be a three-man oh, booth. Cool. Me, Roger, and uh, Jeremy Stover who calls. Wow! And here's the best part: we will actually switch off periods. I will be the lead play-by-play -play guy for one period. Jeremy will. Are you gonna have someone yeah. down by the boards? Oh, this is the in last between? time that happened in like Bruce Martin. Wait, you're gonna have someone down in between the boards? Like Vicky Redman goes down. Someone come down oh, in between the boards. Put it between the boards. Someone come in the scores box. Can you you, get you it? want to pay for a wireless mic that costs about nine hundred. <laughs> Zagata's bucks. got one. Yeah, I think she does. We can't just run an extension cord uh, on the roof for the ceiling. <laughs> okay, if anybody sticks a mic in my in my face during the game, yeah. I'm going to lose. Like sideline like, report. Like, you can yeah. be the Pierre LeBron or whatever. We'll, we'll have them. You know where we'll have them? Just to make it a little awkward for you. Right there in the score. Have, Paul, have yeah. Paul try it, and I, I will. I will shove the mic. No, I, I would will never want to do that. Yeah, that would be the last <laughs> thing I want to do. I would not. I would be very professional. No, you, 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 you do the you did the Lloyd Carr. That's a ridiculous question. Then just go into the locker room and talk to your players and come back out. That or I would give the I would give the pop answers like the, the <laughs> just one word. Yes. 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 It is a fast game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we'll quickly uh, prepare for it. So you guys are ahead one nothing. What led to that? We scored first. That, that's the Popovich <laughs> answer. You are, you're already on it, Dave. You're already there. That's what we'll do. Well, if we can get a wireless mic and make it work, we will have a man wow. in the scores table. We'll... Oh, God. That would be funny. All right, my good fellas. Well, Coach, you're hey, good. congratulations on a great weekend. Not only a great showcase, but a great game versus Orchard Lake. Best of luck this week versus Brighton. Thank you. And again, I, I just keep mentioning all the people that helped out, all the people that were there. You know, obviously my dad, Adam Mitchell, Rich Ladderback, Jim Gibbons, and the, and the slew of parent volunteers that we had from Livonia Stevenson, as well as the rest of the KLA. Could not have happened without you. The rink was outstanding. The, the, the people at the rink were outstanding. The, the office ladies were outstanding. Um, anytime you have a day like this, go as smoothly as it did. It was a culmination of a lot of different people and a lot of different efforts. So could not have done it without them uh, and everybody involved. It's really cool when a community comes together, when, when, when people work together, because you can see what, what the, the results of people working together are. It was a great day of high school hockey. So thanks, everybody, and as always, go Spartans. Thank you. There he is, head coach David Mitchell. See, I, I, I tell him the blowing car even finishes it kind of like with a go blue. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, go Spartans. For sure. But yeah, no. But yeah, always great. Yeah, it's great talking to him as always and great getting uh, Z on the show. Always good. Great to have him back around, um, helping with the swing of things. He does a great job, uh, not only obviously with the team, but behind the scenes. Does a great job with, uh, with the uniforms and the equipment uh, and all the gear, which I mean, Spartans are always looking sharp. They got the nice jerseys. They got the nice threads. Perfect, on the perfect example of it in the UP. He over he got the 
alternate jersey, the third jersey, overnighted yeah. all the way to the UP. Yeah. It was waiting for the boys in the hotel. That's how clutch Kyle Zagata is. That yeah, was so. outstanding. Very cool. And they came out awesome, too, by yeah. the way. Very Fantastic. cool to see. The double blue and whites and the Spartan the throwback logo. Spartan logo yeah. on there. Very, Outstanding. Very, very cool. Which you will be seeing uh, more to come of those, or more to come of that jersey, I should say. Uh, as uh, What's your favorite jersey? Do you like, because for me, I like the solid navy all the way through with the white school crest on it. If you guys rock those every single game, I I would not Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I This is the biggest cliche home. I mean, I... I but they're all, I mean, literally, I, yeah. I, I literally, I look back at the standard, you know, because we had those new whites, I think, which came out great, the new whites, yes. which we had uh, debuted last year, which people, if you've never seen them, they're a white jersey, they say Stevenson on the front, and they have, which are really cool, on each shoulder, they have a, a Spartan shield in gold, which really helps those jerseys pop, and that's yes. what's on the shoulders. I thought those came outstanding, or came out outstanding. Um, and then, yeah, you mentioned the navies, but we do a third alternate every year, uh, which the players actually get to keep. And um, a shout-out to uh, Jimmy out in Minnesota at Gemini uh, Athletics, who's been taking care of us with the jerseys, does a tremendous job of not only uh, great quality, uh, but great pricing, great customer service. And he was the guy that got those uh, jerseys out, overnighted us to uh, the team up in uh, Houghton Hancock, which was awesome. So... But yeah, just uh, you know, guys always looking sharp, uh, uh, right? Look good, feel good, play good, right? I mean, that's yeah. the mentality. At least I have when I play. Maybe <laughs> maybe I don't have to play good, but you know, look good, feel good. I guess double armbands. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. No, you don't want to look like a bender, but <clears throat> maybe play like one. But no, anyways. Um, Bandana keeping the hair back yeah. off your head. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, good stuff. Like we mentioned, great to have him back and. Um, yeah, another big week. I think with that, uh, we're going to wrap up. But before we do, we're just going to grab a player here. We'll get a quick combo with them. And, uh, and that'll wrap up episode five here. Okay, and we would like to bring in senior forward, number 17, a man who had a great weekend, big weekend for the Spartans. Uh, that's Jaden Spears. Jaden, welcome to the Lonely Stevenson Hockey Podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, congratulations. Um, you guys had a, a great game. Great showing this weekend. You guys played a really tough Orchard Lake St. Mary's team. And um, you had a big game. Two goals. One of them, a shorthanded goal. Yeah. I mean, you, you worked your butt off to get that uh, and pop that net in. Take us through uh, take us through that play if you can there. Um, I just remember coming off the bench, uh, coming down low. I uh, had a change on the penalty kill. Um, I was getting ready to enter the zone. Puck popped up to me. Uh, got it up to... Ran hurt, uh, made my way to the net, crashed the net, and then just came on my stick and I just put it in. I was going to say, it was, it was a gorgeous play, and then your second goal so, still worked hard for it, got it, and it was a clutch moment in the third period to put the team up. But uh, what, what are your takeaways from the showcase? Because obviously you guys don't always get to play a team like St. Mary's, right? You know, and the showcase affords the opportunity. What do you like about showcases in general? Um, you know, there's just uh, a lot of scouts, a lot of people watching, but uh, you can't get that or get have that get in the way of how you play. Um, you know, you just got to play your game, and that's what we did. And the atmosphere of a showcase is really nice to have. And, uh, you know, we, we just had a good game. Yeah, you did. You guys played exceptional, and you guys have had a kind of a common theme of opponent with St. Mary's. And I, I, I think it prepared you guys – for that clash this past Saturday, you know you had a very two tough games up in the UP uh, that were very physical, and then even the Thanksgiving tournament, you know Cranbrook was getting physical with you guys, Brighton doing the same. Do you think that that helped you guys prepare for the physical style of play that the MIHL plays? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, going up there and they have a, they play a little different than us down here. Um, yeah, but for sure when. Uh, they're laying the body like that, gets us going, and uh, helps us for uh, later in the season. Yeah, because I, I think if if someone were to characterize your team, I don't, I don't think toughness would be the first characteristic in all honesty. I, I think hard working would be the first one, but I think they're pretty synonymous, right? I mean, you guys are not only hard working kids, you guys are tough. You guys are very 
almost have a grit to you, but you guys have a finesse to you as well because you guys, you know, can get your scoring opportunities. And, and we've talked about this on this podcast before. You guys also have a lot of uh, players that can just put the puck in the net when needed. You guys have guys willing to step up with this team. And, you know, you have a couple of guys with eight points, a couple of guys with seven points, a couple of guys with six. I mean, everyone's right there. You can't even take away one guy. Like, if I was a coach, I can't just say, well, let's take Jaden Spears off of it. You know, if, if we take Jaden off the board, you know, we're going to win. Instead, no, it's, you know, we, we have to worry about McGowan that, you know, Spears he plays with. You know, we have to worry about Waldo. What is that like with your team that no one can just focus on one line or one guy that makes you guys so dangerous? Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, we have all four lines that are rolling. Uh, everyone's playing their game. Uh, we're just staying structured, and it's, it's working for us so far. How, as a senior, have you helped also with guys like uh, Waldo, who are on your line, to kind of make sure that they're ready to play and lift their game up to Spartan-level hockey? Yeah, I think um, it's helped him a lot that he's playing with uh, me and McGowan as uh, we're seniors. And, uh, you know, it's really in, it's really helping his game. Um, he's starting to get in the dirty areas. He's really helping us on the line. He's doing really well. Okay, you ready for the easy questions now? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Great saying, job, though, by the way. Great job. Doing great I was going to say, had to, had to grill you down a little bit. But when you're not playing hockey, what do you like to do? Um, definitely a big Fortnite guy. like playing Fortnite. Do you like to play solo, squads? What What's your favorite mode in Fortnite? Uh, definitely squads. More fun. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. For me, what is, I got to ask, what does that mean? You playing teams then? Like you got other guys in the yeah. team to play with? Yeah, team of four. Yeah, I'm not, so, I don't know Fortnite. I just know the name. I just know the name. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I've dabbled because a lot of kids play it, so I, I, I want to make sure I, I sound intelligent when I talk about no, it. No, not just kids. A lot of grown-ups and older people play it. People in their 30s. <laughs> no, excuse me. <laughs> no, uh, who, who, do you, who do you like to play with in Fortnite? Is it any of your teammates? Is it just some of your friends in, at, in school? Who's, who's usually in your squad when you're playing squads? I mean, it's a little bit of a mix, but mostly uh, just my cousins and brothers kind of just keep it close because we just have good chemistry, I guess. Yeah, like, and also it's a bonding experience, right? Yeah. You get to play with family, and sometimes yeah. you don't always get to see family, especially if you're so, playing hockey. So wait, that means you guys, you and your brothers, like strap up guns and go after other people on Fortnite? Is that how that works? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, this one's foul. That's exactly what it is. All right, well, I got the, the hockey cliche question I always like to ask. I mean, obviously you play hockey, and great hockey player, and um, is there anyone, though, on any level, college or pro, that you watch or that you emulate or you try to take away bits of their game that, you know, you, do you have a favorite player or, or a favorite team or, or somebody you, you know, keep a close eye on? Uh, yeah, I definitely watch uh, Connor McDavid. Um, I like the way he plays. He's really fast. Uh, kind of look at the routes he makes because I have the I have speed, too, that I like to use. And, uh, you know, I just try to take little bits of his game, try to put it into mine and improve my game. Well, great question, because that guy is undoubtedly, I mean, if not the best player, I mean, his speed is is what kills teams, and, and that's what you have shown this year. And, um, your speed is just, you know, keep that up, and your motor and everything um, has been outstanding. So, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, and uh, uh, keep uh, playing and battling hard, because, you know, it, it, you really, like we keep saying, you're not going to have a night off. you got break coming up. You have a tough schedule. You know that. You've been here. You know, you can't afford to take a night off. Um, but so far, at least, you're, you're seeing, right, that, that, you know, kids are buying in. You know, kids are believing the process, and you just got to keep going and take it one game at a time. Yeah, um, it's just everyone's just playing their game. Uh, if we stay structured and stick to um, what we've been doing, we'll, we'll be fine. Another easy question. I think this will be the last one, though. Santa Claus is in the room. What are you asking for? If you could, if you could get anything you wanted, and Santa said, "I can, Spearsy, I can make that happen right now with just a you know clip of my fingers." Oh, what what would you ask Santa Claus for? Probably a Lambo. Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He he wants a sled. He wants a Lambo. I love it. What uh, what color? Um, probably a blue. Uh, maybe like a blue. dark blue or Stevenson blue, right? Maybe that'd be cool, huh? Yeah, probably uh, probably the Columbia blue, the light blue. Oh wow, well, I got the num- probably got the model number and everything picked out, right, Spearsy? Maybe you won the lotto. That's uh, that'd be the first purchase, right? Absolutely. 
Not a bad card. That was always my dream card growing up. Still is. Lamborghini. But uh, awesome. Spearsy, thanks so much for joining us. Again, congratulations on a great weekend. Keep it rolling. Best of luck the rest of the season. And uh, just go, uh, go out and have fun, but uh, keep trying and working hard. Thank you. Thanks for having me. There he is. Senior number 17, Jaden Spears here on the podcast. Um, thank you to him for joining us. Thanks to head coach uh, David Mitchell for joining us as he does each and every week. Thanks to Coach Zagata. Um, thanks to Ben, who has made this podcast go from uh, number two to number one on the charts, maybe, right? I, you know, Big shout out to your mom. Uh, who, I she, know, won she, she won the tickets. Yeah, yeah, she told yeah. Me that. So thank you to her for listening. We love it. Uh, we appreciate the support. We really do. And mom, and, he wants uh, a Lambo for Christmas. Anything, anything you got? Yeah. You have to return it and get him a Lambo. Sorry. And maybe, maybe you'll get like a model of one. <laughs> that would be adorable. That, that would be awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as always, you can check Ben out at uh, on the broadcasts, um, SportsRadioDetroit.com. You can check him out on Twitter. Um, he's everywhere doing everything, and we're happy he's part of the team and part of the family here. So. Thanks again to him. Um, I think, yeah, we will talk to you after the holiday. Yeah. So a very big happy holidays to everyone out there. Have a good, merry, safe, happy Christmas. Um, enjoy your time off if you got it. Enjoy your time off school. That's coming up. That'll be fun. Um, and, yeah, that'll do it. Ben, anything, uh, any shout-outs you want to give here before the uh, holiday? No, I just shout-out to... Again, everyone that helped with that showcase, in all honesty. You don't, yes. know, you don't know how much it means to the kids to get showcased the way they did. Just to put it in perspective, there was a scout from the Winnipeg Jets, uh, Eddie Edgar. There was two scouts from the ACC on the East Coast uh, to take a couple kids. There was scouts from literally all over the United States and international since there was one from Winnipeg. So... You parents are the reason that make that happen. It is fantastic. We cannot thank you enough. And we... Looking forward to next we're year's already. Yeah, we're, we're in your debt. Good stuff. All right. Well, thanks again, Ben. Thanks to everyone. Again, happy holidays. We will talk to you next time. And take care. Bye-bye.